Welcome to the Young Stroke Survivor Podcast. This is a podcast series for young stroke survivors and their life and care partners who will be sharing their stories, successes, and challenges along their stroke recovery journey. Information and advice given in this podcast is general in nature and is not intended to replace the advice of your doctor. Any questions or concerns should be addressed with your healthcare team. This series is presented by Stroke Recovery Association of BC in affiliation with March of Dimes Canada and is funded by Disability Alliance BC. I'm very excited to be here today with two of the very special people that I've had the chance to meet through the Young Stroke Survivor community. And I know the listeners are going to really appreciate hearing from each of you and benefit from your willingness to be here and share your perspective and your knowledge about stroke recovery. Um, even though actually both of you are pretty young, um, between the two of you, you have 20 plus years of accumulated wisdom and experience in stroke recovery. So a lot to share with people. Um, so let me begin by introducing our guests and then we'll get to hear directly from each of you. So Evan Ludrick had a stroke at the age of 20. Um, and he was in a restaurant in Edmonton, Alberta, and he's now 31 years old. Before the stroke happened, Evan was editor and writer of the Gateway University paper. And one of the highlights from his career is that he interviewed the comedian and podcaster Joe Rogan, and he hopes that they'll get to meet again. Um, and I know, of, I know you've had some other pretty exciting um, guests that you've interviewed. And Evan is still working um, on stroke recovery. He's a guest speaker on Zoom and in class at the University of Alberta, and as well has other speaking engagements sharing with people about his stroke. And he says that aphasia still hinders him, but step-by-step step and with 10 plus years experience, he is bouncing back and remains sharp for a great future. Hi, Evan. Hi. <laughs> Good you? to have you here. Good. We're really happy you're here. Yeah, and James. Hi, James. Hey, guys. Do you want to uh, introduce yourself to us? Um, everybody knows me as DJ James, but everybody today will just call me as James. Uh, I suffered my stroke in August 2010. Uh, this event has changed my life in a major way. I lost all of my speech and lost a certain mobility. After my stroke, I could only say two words. After the two days at the hospital, I started having uh, seizures up to 17 per day, and it was moved into the critical units up there and had to take care of the seizures before everything to control into here first. So. Even though we talk about the stroke, the stroke had to deal with other things first. Right. So the stroke was one event, and then there was a whole bunch of things that you had. Multiple, multiple. Right. And maybe that's a good place to start. Um, just thinking that people listening might be at many different places in their stroke recovery journey. And I wonder if each of you could say a little bit about what it was like in the early days, maybe when you were in the hospital, 
um, you know, waking up and realizing, coming to realize what had happened and what those early days were like. Evan, do you want to start? Sure, because um, I was before at university, a uh, campus, like, um, uh, but like, um, I, uh, no cause, like, uh, just happens, the stroke, and um, I was, like, sitting down, like, the restaurant, like, um, but it's, like, the, the gateway is, like, celebrating, like, um, 100 years, so it's very special, and I was drinking, like, and, like, uh, talking, and, like, um, at, like, the, like, like midnight, like, uh, I was, like, um, I talk, and, like, um, some like a uh, park, like um, I don't remember too well, but it's like the, um, but, like the, I can say different things and like um, it's probably nonsense. So it's probably it's like uh, calls like the call nine one one because like I was not any making sense at all. And um, but yeah, like uh, I didn't know that. So I wash my hands. I um, do things. I I I can I. Do not remember, but like, um, but yeah. So Evan, and like, uh, Bart, what? Sorry. Sorry, Evan. I was just gonna say. So you were celebrating with your newspaper yeah. at the yeah. restaurant, and yeah, yeah. that's where you had the stroke. Was yeah, yeah. So and like, you, um, and you didn't know what was happening. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. So. Other other people called nine one one. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, so I maybe like walking like to like um the place to like maybe that too but like i was mute so guy like, didn't um yeah but yeah anyway it's like beside that i was like the main point i was like in like the like the sherlock Holmes, so it's like very like um special it's like the like it's like it's like it's signify it's like the sherlock Holmes. it's like the mystery is like so it's like uh and like the bartender says, like I said, like uh, I'll like have another beer, which is weird because I uh, I have a beer already in like the class, but anyway, but like uh, but like the bartender says, like it's like like mocking, like you have too much, or like, it's like I'm like because oh. I'm wasted, like or like, because I have a stroke, and like uh, and it's because like, like uh, I have like a uh, a beer and like. Uh, a little, but yeah, it's like not too much, but it's like, but this is like the signifies of like, yeah, the so, he, so he, yeah. he, he cut you off because he thought you yeah. were inebriated and drunk, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. So right. it's like, uh, I mean, maybe other like different stroke has drunk, or like, yeah, like in like Alberta, it's like the just glass of water, and like it's but it's like it's happened, so it's like it's very like common, so yeah, and yeah. Evan, were you then taken by ambulance to the hospital? Yeah, because, like, that's why, like, I was, like, that's why I, that beer is, like, confused. So I, like, up in the second level, like, um, didn't make sense. I uh, walked downstairs, like, um, like, um, and then I, like, pushed, like, um, like, the um, main entrance, like, the, um, outside it's freezing cold it's like the minus 20 and like i collapse and like uh paralyzed like the whole like uh right side body so it's like the stroke is here so um but like the the ambulance so why like um 
like the the then editor at chief John Kamech, um, who knows the the strokes like the like in Calgary, like so he he knows and he recognized and yeah, like called like um. So he he yeah, recognized so, the, so, yeah. the signs yeah. of your stroke. Yeah, because like nobody's like uh, like he's like the bartender says he's drunk and like just glass of water and like it's party on. This is very like serious and like it's like very yeah. serious. Like yeah, uh, so I'm yeah very happy. Evan, like so, Evan, it sounds like somebody knowing the signs of stroke possibly saved your life because yeah, they. Yeah you to call for help for you yeah yeah so and and were you conscious when you were being taken to the hospital were you aware of what was happening Evan? yeah i was like conscious in like that ambulance and then like i i was like uh um uh it's good like like close and com coma 10 days or like um around like uh, so that's you like were, you were in a coma for 10 days yeah like it's like brief i mean like a week and then like like you know, like uh, like um almost like off and on like it's okay yeah like so it's but yeah it's around 10 days and then i was like uh very like like shock it's like i'm very uh, surprised i had a stroke and uh, i'm and thank god i'm alive and i can yeah and mm -hmm. now it's another like pathway yeah you're a long way from yeah days i yeah. was wondering if you if there's anything you would say if there's people listening who are still in the very early days and maybe even recovering in the hospital still just what those early days were like for you when you woke up and realized what happened yeah i mean yeah it's like shock but like um but but like that's why like um in the hospital like i can like let's do it like uh can say Evan like my own name because I I can like it's I lost my own language and like it's terrifying but like but like as you know I'm a writer I like recognize hey it's cool to do the story like um it's like it's like the like the job is over it's like it's like about like the like the journey is uh coming like um in the future so it's like so it's like it's just to like speak and like and and yeah like i um dislike the wheelchair so like uh, that's why i try to off and like it's so it's like so it's like in like the yeah it's it's step by step basically step it's by like step. It's, yeah evan it sounds like you realize what happened when you were in the hospital and as a writer even in those early days you were aware that you wanted to tell your story yeah yeah but, yeah but like i i lost the entirely language like the aphasia like uh like um a hinge yeah hinders me uh, it's like it's uh yeah it's a uh, it's it's like the priest of the my brain is like damaged and like it's like can't like do and like uh i was like very lost and like um so yeah it's like uh it's a long way to uh, figure things out and, yeah so and um james how about you did you want to say anything about the your early days of recovery kind of waking up in the hospital or 
what that well, was like for you. It's funny we were listening and it's kind of just the opposite of, of Evans because I was working for um, being the DJ overnight um, and I, you know, got home at 2 a.m. and went to bed normal and uh, the, the person I was with at the time, we were doing something at 9 a.m. We were going to do something and funny uh when you're waking up because you're waking it just i felt like you get that well uh, yeah i'm gonna you get that mumble it just i just thought it was just waking up slowly and she didn't know what was going on and oh yeah i'm just mumbling oh yeah and it's just give me give me 10 minutes give me 10 minutes that type of thing when you you want that extra little sleep a little bit more. And so it's like a couple hours later, she comes back and it's kind of a similar. And finally she says, gonna go have a shower. So I, I go to get up and I fell immediately. And it's like, you know, when you wake up, sometimes you get that, oh yeah, you get that dizziness, you get that. I would have never ever thought. And yeah. You get out of here, and so you, you kind of, you know, you get up out of the, the thing, and you get up, you kind of, my from my room in, into my bathroom, and you get into, you see a mirror, and you can see the the right side of my face is totally dropped, and I'm totally, I'm in shock myself, and I know all I can think is I need to go to the hospital, and apparently I said take me to the hospital. I went to, I took my, my vehicle, my van at the time, and I sat in the passenger and I went to there. But she was in the other time of my room. She didn't know what I was doing. And she thought I just went back to bed. So I was sitting there and all of a sudden she went in, she couldn't find me. And it was one of those. And all of a sudden she sees me in the van. I was sleeping in the, I was sleeping in the van. And totally awe. And finally, she comes in and went, she thinks I should take me to the hospital because now she can actually see. And she took me and gets me to Langley Hospital and kind of the right mobility when I was talking funny. They said the same thing when Evan said the same thing. They thought I was drunk. Thought you were drunk? They, the, the hospital, they just thought I was drunk. And kind of when you said that one little thing, and finally, I was sitting there for, oh, it had to be, but, and finally, she, somebody told me, I said, I think they had a stroke. And they went, oh, and they took me inside. But it's one of those things, just because that one little word, they thought you were drunk. And you get into there. But the more I was, that negative feeling, now my, my arms were now, like I couldn't even move my arms. My speech was getting worse and worse and worse. The mumbles were right down to zero. So it's not like anything can happen. So we always say this, the face thing, you know, but that people do this now. But as I said, my 10 years ago, people didn't think that way. Mm -hmm. And especially for people in your age category, Oh, at the time I was 43. 
Who's up? Oh, yeah, he's just drunk. I'm just drunk. And so, James, you were admitted to the hospital then? Yeah. And how long was your stay in the hospital? Uh, just over 22 days. Quite a long time. Yeah. Well, remember we mentioned that right at the beginning, the, I was in eMERGE for the first little bit. And then right after that, and they started getting the seizures. And that's when I get the severe into theirs, but I've never had seizures before in my life. And we had that, but the, we, we talked about your speech and being the, uh, Evan, you're talking about all of that. We're talking about being the DJ and I've always been the, the MC. So you always, and I couldn't talk. And as it seemed more frustration and it just, you, you, before you knew about that, but that frustration is like, but you think you can do, but I thought about my business because I had a, I had a wedding that night. It was, it was another Saturday. I had a waiting for a wedding and that's all I can think about. Who's going to cover my wedding. And that's, I'm thinking at the hospital, I, I, I'm, who's going to cover the wedding. <laughs> what happened for the wedding? Did you ever find out? I had a good friend, his name is Craig, and uh, another DJ company, and they covered for me. So. so you didn't know at the time you had much bigger worries to deal right. with? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> um, what was um, the transition like for each of you going, once you were released from the hospital, um, maybe... James, I can ask you first, did you go right back to your home or did you have an intermediate place you lived after you got out of the hospital? The, when I was discharged from the hospital, I was given this book called Let's Talk About Stroke, which is kind of funny because I couldn't talk. And I gave you this, I didn't, at the time, I didn't get any further support for me. So part of it could have been for me so i'm not going to blame the hospital and it could have just because i didn't know and i just went home i thought it was what to do and with everything so it took about six months um for a, a good friend of mine to be kind of figured out and you still haven't you still haven't done? No. And they finally found me the uh, the brain injury, um, the group to uh, the acquired brain injury program and finally got me, um, got me help to do other things. But if it wasn't for a friend of mine who thought about me because he didn't know about strokes, he... I, he, I just thought it was my new life. So it sounds like the hospital, they, they did an evaluation that you could you could move about safely and you didn't need transfers to get in and out of bed. You could do basic activities of living. And so, so you were discharged and sent home, but with no other help or direction for resources or support or what you could do to recover more. Uh, well, remember at the, like at the hospital, we did like my speech. So, I mean, I was happy about the time they, um, they got me to say James and they got to, I mean, it was the funniest, 
they got to say James, and I'm going, James, James, I was a happy boy. Mm-hmm. And then you, you get that. And as I said about my uh, the mobility, they were helping the, the physio was there. Um, so they had me a, a walker, and they had me things like that. So, But they knew exactly what to do, get me out of the hospital. But that's what I said. When I walked out, and that's what we said, that's where I was. Right. And James, did you, when you moved home, were you living on your own or did you have help at home? with? From at the, it, due, due to some, yeah, I was by myself. Uh, and do you have any um, thoughts or suggestions for people who might be in that position of being discharged from the hospital, but not really knowing what to do next? I think the biggest is finding the, what do you want to say it, the the paperwork that you have to do, Who who's going to help you to get all your paperwork done? So for your, your social worker or um, whether you have aphasia and you need um, anything or for physio do you need a physio so until you get that you need paperwork mm-hmm. and that's in the, back to my aphasia i couldn't write i couldn't uh read so what do you do if i didn't know how do i i didn't know i was doing or doing it right you didn't know what was possible right it sounds like um, you made a good suggestion there of the social worker and to, to talk to the social worker at the hospital before you go. Yeah, well, that's, remember I said, it's part of either we did and I don't remember it happened at the hospital or it was missed. But um, as I said, I'm never going to blame the hospital for me. That was probably was me, but is how many other people they know discharge they're getting me out i just want out mm-hmm. just want to get home right so that's the i guess it's one of the hardest things as i said i remember they said that one they gave me this book i still have this book that says let's talk about the stroke but there was nothing else about paperwork or who to do or what to do and that's the where i was lost so ironic let's talk about stroke and it's the thing you couldn't do yeah the um in the hospital too the speech and language pathologists are a good resource yeah we've it's funny we've we've again i know mine is 10 years ago and nowadays it's getting better and better so i know that part Thanks, James. Evan, how about you? What was it like for you when you got discharged from the hospital? So, yeah, it's like the um, hospital to hospital to hospital, like uh, U of A hospital, Glenros, and like uh, then like Pinocchio, like the big, like, like uh, well pronounced, uh, like uh, injured, like, uh, like brain injured like so yeah it's like uh, so it's like um 11 months and then like then like back to 
home, like my like, um, family home. Um, but yeah, but um, but yeah, it's like them. I'm like very like I'm still like um, have some injuries, like but like uh, but like the lessons I learn in Pinoka, uh, just to like uh, reach out and like um, talk more like fully more like um, just to random people just to say hello because I because like before I was super shy and like uh, just writing like typing like my own like uh, words like by myself but yeah but like the show happened like I did talk and like but just to like open up and uh which I did but like um but it still has some work to do but like um but uh but my mom or like um maybe probably not by myself but like uh, someone um the hospital like um just to help me like the, another path like that. So yeah, it's it's like just to like talk the whole like language. Cause like, um, because like uh, I was a good writer like uh, before I was like a well pronounced like um, journalist like, uh, but, like um, and like in Epinoka, like uh, I can say like the random word. So yeah, I like know how but like it's like but it's like the fascia like really like um just hard to like do that so um but yeah just so i different like a uh, hospital like um mr cordia and like the in like uh short park and uh and like uh and like uh then rose again so it's like a uh, back and forth uh but yeah it's like it's the one thing is to like, uh, I got my part-time job of like the Northlands, like just to rip tickets and like, uh, uh, yeah, and like uh, still didn't talk, but like it's, but it's pretty easy ripping tickets or like scanning and like uh, and enjoy a game and yeah. But yeah, just like the, but like it's um, just to like the other employees just to like, Hey, just to say hey how are you or and like how was your like thing and like just yeah it's like yeah i'm just thinking like i'm trying different things so it's like a super so radically it's like off like it's yeah. it's like anyway it's like um yeah it's it's so hard but it's like but um it's like well worthwhile i think then yeah if I hear you right, Evan, what I hear you saying is it's very frustrating because you know exactly what you want to say. Yeah, yeah. The aphasia blocks that coming out the way yeah, you yeah, want it to. Yeah. And you were describing um, that you went from acute care into Pinoca, I guess, as a rehab. Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. Like Long-term rehab before you got home. Yeah, so 11 months. Uh, and it was 11 months. That's a long time. Yeah, 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 and then when you got home, Evan, it was with family? Like, like my mom and dad, super apartment. Like, it's like, uh, it's great. So, yeah. It's, right. And yeah, Evan, so like, I'm, I'm really surprised to hear you describe that you were shy because you're one of the friendliest. And yeah. That's yeah, fun. outgoing people in the group. So yeah, you must. I agree. On that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like now, 
no shy anymore but yeah it's it's a it's not hard it's like uh just to like be quiet and like um show the manners but yeah but like i should like uh just to like reach out like um just to like say hello and like um say hi or anything it's like it's yeah i really like regret it but it's like i'm very glad to like be like talking with you and uh, well, we're glad you're here sharing your story and helping other people um and another question for each of you maybe i'll come back to you james is how did you learn to navigate once you were home and building a new life that maybe looked pretty different from before the stroke? What was that like learning to like get around in the neighborhood, take transit, find new resources? What was that like for you? And do you have any advice for people? Well, the beginning, it was, you know, I was not allowed to drive and so everything I knew was pretty close to me. So everything was just um, just walking. So it was pretty close. So it was pretty easy. And then um, after my second stroke, I had uh, I was being uh, at home. Um, I got scared. I got really really scared. So they put me into care workers. So I was living with care workers. But where I was living, it was more um, up hills and up more. So I had to learn and they taught me about handy dart and they taught me about uh, translink, so buses. And so it was taught, you know, how are we gonna get around? And what they did was, you know, even it was just the littlest little thing. Just go, just go to the to the mall. Go to the mall. If nothing else, you're going for a walk, but you're learning to take the bus to go do something. So you're learning from your home to where you're going, from your home back back home. So at least you're learning of things you can relearn again, and that's was one of the most confident you ever imagine when you're by yourself and you get scared and you go to the bus and you go, okay, where am I going? Do I remember? I've never been a bus before. I never thought about being in a bus. And then we learned about Handy Dart. So didn't events I was going, but Handy Dart was picking me up at the doors and there. So it made you feel confident inside. And it made you feel I'm safe. So as long as I'm safe, I felt good. So that made feel really good. So, but that's what we said that never give up. But when you get that anxiety, there's a reason why, because you have to learn it properly. Thanks for that, James. Could you say a little bit more? Because I'm thinking there might be people listening who can really relate to feeling scared and what kinds of things made you feel scared? Well, the, I guess the biggest I, I had to learn about, I didn't remember about depression or what the anxiety is, was a feeling inside. And I had to finally, I told somebody, I said, why am I feeling this? 
why, why, why? And they invited me to relearn about me. And they said, that's what we said that. Is that the anxiety? And they said, okay, that's my anxiety. So when they get that anxiety, why? So it's, you never ever think certain little things you get. Um, I love dogs, but for right now, every time since my stroke, I get an anxiety with dogs are coming by me. I don't know why, but I know now they're here safe. They're, you know, there's a walker with that, but it's still here, but I know how to deal with. And that's what I said, everything. So when you have any little thing that you're going to need, it's going to take time. So even I said, it's a change from after your stroke to where you are now or what you had before is different. Mm -hmm. So as I said, I'm a dog lover. You knew that before, but now I get an anxiety if a little dog, a bigger dog is just walking by. And I never knew why, but this is why if you knew the right people, when they said your care workers or your, um, make sure you say something. When you feel that anxiety or you feel anything, explain why. There's a reason why, so explain. Great advice, James. It sounds like it really helps you to learn about like anxiety and recognizing it and being able to evaluate your environment and figure out what can you do, what can you learn to do, what's safe. Yeah. And was there a program or something that really helped you with that? There, there was a program that that helped me. Yeah. Is it? Are you comfortable to say what it is in case other people can access it? Or. Yeah. Uh, Wellness and coping group through the acquired brain injury and concussion services. Beautiful. So, Thank you. And basically, it was a. I think it was a ten-week program, and I still have the book. So if you don't know, I'm in my hands around my arm. <laughs> so he's hugging it. Yeah. The the book of what they did and how we went through. So there was a team of 10 of us when we did this. And we went through and when we did this, I felt more confident with everything we did just because we were here. Wow. That's so great. So people can look for through an acquired brain injury unit or program in their community for similar. Thank you for that. Evan, how about for you? How was it just learning to once you were back at home after your long 11 months in, in the hospital? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, well, I was a, like, uh, no car. I was like, uh, have a car, but I uh, lost my license. So, um, so I uh, bus like, which is like um, fine. Like it's very slow, but it's like it's moving. Um, but um, but yeah, I want to like drive a car again. Then, which I did like uh, just ten days, one hour of like uh, me and Dark going like in like the Glenros and again like uh, and yeah, it's like trying like uh, yeah, it's all like and yeah, I got my lessons back and. Um, and but 
Yeah, like uh, also like the walking like slowly because I was like very slow. Like, uh, but but it's like very like um, just to walk bit by bit, just to like uh, to like walk and then jog and like and so on. Because like uh, before I was like a uh, very fast. I was like the second race in like the junior high school, so I'm pretty uh, great. But, um, but yeah, uh, I, I lost it. Um, but yeah, I like it's like um, just to like see and like uh, think about it and just to like uh, recognize how like like uh, lots like um, miss falls, but like uh, but a little like uh, eventually like uh, doing six months a year and someone. So yeah, and I achieve it like. Like it's, but yeah, it's like, but it's very slow. So it's like, it takes very time and energy and like, uh, and you like uh, rest, like go have it. But like, it's you like, even though it's like, uh, you still have some work to do. So it's, so it's like pick and choose each time, but it's like, um, and yeah, also like I was like uh, very young, 22, 23, but like, um, uh, I, I reapply to university again and like uh, taking English and writing because um, yeah and like uh, one like class which like um, like the anthropology I like did succeed like I got like um, lots like W's but like um, but like lots like A plus across the board like the so it's like yeah. So yeah, it's like it's it's lots like um failing, but like um but it's it's yeah it's it takes time and like energy and yeah. Evan, so. did you say that you set goals for yourself? Yeah, I I I I I didn't, but like uh now I have a calendar like like every single day like um but yeah I was like. The stroke happened like the the hospital. I I didn't know like anything. I, I didn't know the season like that January to uh, December. It's like it's like I like but but it's in there somewhere around the brain and like just to like fire like or like piercing and like crack it open and yeah, it's a uh, it's hard to do and like I us. Uh, try and my it's like I, I have some trouble or succeed that's like it's it's my own like problem but it's but it's good it's like a healthy I think so you were you had to like relearn things you learned from when you were a kid yeah yeah exactly. and like the <laughs> still like it's has some like uh walking like a little there but it's like it's yeah it's uh it's, takes like a will and through and through yeah. evan are there any um like groups or people or resources that helped you rebuild your life and learn things you had to learn after you moved home well i'm very independent like i was like a, a lone wolf but um but like after the university was over, now what? Like, um, so like, 
I'll talk about like like talking to like the um, Alberta like um, services and like and try to like in each like um, different things like like um, yeah uh, I have like lots like um, stroke um, survivor friends and like in uh, like the on Bonnie Doom and like um, like uh, on Zoom like lots of Zoom and yeah it's like it's real really helpful and, uh, and yeah my speech is so much better than like what I was before it's like uh, it's it's unreal it's like it's I'm very uh, yeah, very pleased so you can really see progress yeah. in your yeah. yeah any advice for people listening who might be kind of feeling discouraged right now about their progress uh, for me I'm like I love like uh, watching movies, different movies, and like, uh, but the one thing, and I like, forgot like in like the Pinocchio, I like, lots of lots of movies, like three movies every day, like each day. So it's like it's tons, but like, uh, but no subtitles, which is like very like um, so like using subtitles is very helpful and like uh watching Seinfeld or like watching different like uh shows or like anything at all just using subtitles helps you because like just to listen and and both like it's like it's better it's like so much better so oh good tip um how about you James any recommendations from your experience for people listening who might be feeling kind of discouraged about their progress? Well, Evan, Evan kind of broke that up right away. Um, speech, when you said that comes in, it's talking really fast, but you're, you're reading, if you put the words up, it's, it's quicker and you're just reading. And it's, it's funny because you can do that. I can, Things like that. So if you're just watching and hearing the, seeing the words coming up, it makes so much easier for a lot of people. And then the speech, again, it goes really fast. It's going faster than a lot of people. And we've always, always said there's a way that can help you. So we, I know we always said this a long, long, long time ago that you know, after the first year, after your aphasia, your stroke, or after that, it's going to, as soon as you get that, it's going to be like that for the rest of your life. And go, never, ever, ever remember if you, if you practice, you keep going, it'll change. And we, we use that example. Um, you see a picture of me, of a video we do in um 2016 my speech sounds totally different but if you think of that when that was 2010 how bad it really was and remember i always said we always had aphasia our teachers and they'd always come in and go hey james your speech is sounding good and they would go or they'd go james you're smiling today and you and this was just because that's every three months we get a new teacher and they're saying this. So they're thinking your confidence is giving our confidence. 
but it's every time we said we get those brand new um, people with aphasia and you can see with their stress and they're like this and go, remember, we're all here for you. Remember, stop, breathe, relax, and it'll come back eventually. So when we ever said, never give up, never, ever, ever give up. I'm glad you are talking about that, James, because I think a lot of people here, when they get out of the hospital, like you said, however it is that a year is as good as it's going to get. And what I hear both you and Evan saying is you continue to see improvement five and six and eight and 10 years after your stroke. Yeah, the, I understand that I'm not going to blame doctors and nurses and everything else. They're following everything by the book. And that is that and you know all the difference of the well right now with the zooms and different groups like the evan with the the different uh uh pet pods that he does and the things like that that we always see other people and we can tell them look at all these people and we'll tell us all stories because we're doing so well continue never give up and we always say it's fun it's response yeah. even though because it says stroke it is but we can still be us again it's still us good message thanks but, for that james evan uh, were you gonna say something to like thank the stars like it's like it's like it's it's appreciate to be alive and well and like and laugh and like uh frolic around like and yeah, do like different things and yeah, it's uh it's very uh, helpful and uh, yeah it's like james it's like dj james it's like, yes. yeah i'm gonna ask you uh, in a little bit about all your the different offerings each of you have so uh what i hear you saying is it is still possible to be happy and have a good life after stroke definitely and um, I was wondering if either of you, in the topic of speech, um, have either of you found music and singing help you in your recovery? For sure. I mean, like, I mean, DJ James, no, but like, uh, me too, I love to karaoke like, often and frequently. And like, uh, like uh, in 2014, like I uh, cracked the open, like, uh, but it's, it's like it takes time. Like uh, I, I didn't say like I, 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 I was the most like a uh, important thing. I sang like the Prince song, "I Would Die for You," and like it's about like the like just to like like conscious. Like it's like about like your life, your existence, and like it's yeah, it's I would die for you. And like I didn't say the other. Like, uh, course or layers by I would die for you and that's it's you did that well, as a karaoke event yeah that's yeah at karaoke at like that clothes shirt like um that gas pump so it's like okay. it's like that dank like uh disgusting bar but yeah it's like it's everywhere it's like it's closed now but it's like it's uh, yeah it's like uh, yeah <laughs> did you have an audience uh a couple people oh yeah i mean like the like 
he like the black guy is like jamming like like Prince songs, so it's like it's pretty like cool. I like and like they like pump like it's like fist bump, so it's like a like not no like um like just like bow like no like uh, shaking hands, but yeah, but, yeah, but That's awesome. uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. How about you, James? What role has music played as a DJ? We we talk about that. The first almost a year, almost two, I said I'll never be the DJ again due to the fact I couldn't remember, remember I said, Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger. I could not say it. I can hear the song in a radio, but I couldn't say it. I couldn't knew any of that. And it was just coincidence at one of the events I was at, um, we had a, a lady with a wheelchair and she, um, pretty quiet down and she comes up and the music was playing and she comes up and she smiles as the music was playing. And I went, ah, I forgot music. Music makes me smile. Music for the last, before my stroke made me happy. What can we do? And I said, the group I was at, they asked me to help me relearn my DJ stuff again. So when we started doing that, the more I felt more confident, I felt more things. So even though I said we're learning, so I can say old time rock and roll by Bob Seger, I can say it. I went, look at me, I'm a DJ again. Yay. And you do things like that. So, but one of the, the most confident that we said about that, we get little, we're a bunch of this and we had little things, music, sound, and you get a little egg and we're all with the, to speak and we're everything everybody's and they're hearing they hear the little sound they go and everybody's smiling and you listen to that everybody's smiling and you listen to the music into that and then you get into here but the most i've ever thought was i was on one of my speech groups and we're doing a christmas party and the music i had the music playing a little bit and the person came over and he comes over and he is singing to every word and he could not word worse than that. So we talked about the person we said, can we talk about his, so kind of like give him a beat about his words. And, and from that, he has been speaking more when he puts that sound into the beat, keeping that a little bit more. And his speech is improving just because he's got a beat. So it's one little thing, but we said about music. If the music can make you smile, make yourself smile. Nice. And maybe that's a good lead into one of the questions I wanted to ask both of you is what is what accomplishment are you most proud of? Well, like being like uh, my uh, speech, like uh, lots like um, different like um, places like the um, LP, like uh, students, like, uh, like, uh, would be like master, like lots of, like, so it's like, it's like, lots like, um, like, you know, it's too like speech more like proper, more like, uh, like, um, like, it's not like fearful, but it's like, um, just to like, uh, just to make some sense then like, um, so, I mean, regard that, that's all, but like my most proud is 
to write uh, two months of like the story I did, like my beautiful dark twisted road to recovery published in October, 2015. Uh, yeah, I lost my writing, but I, I came back, it's like I learned, but yeah. But as a writer and I was like the English professor, like the, the so it's like, just like, yeah, it's um just to like talk about, like um, Sharon Grosso, like I, uh, I talk um, like um, nine years, the stroke happened, like uh, for like uh, an hour and a half and like uh, in like the 150 like um, students like them um, and like uh, two like uh, LSLP like uh, like master and um and like and and two also the stroke um, uh listen just yeah because I was like still still like just yeah, yeah two like um the stroke survivors two came down and like and and I and just I talk and I and I uh, didn't like use the, the right language because I as it's like it's jumbles but it's like it's like it's worse but like it's that's but it's pretty good so even so but yeah so it's like you talk about different things like the aphasia and like uh and like uh just, just um like the pointers the different like uh cheek codes to help you like and just for me i was like the own like 2010 like um disabled like uh, thing and like it's pretty sad but, like but like um i i sat down like and step by step so yeah it's like it's trying trial and error but it's like just to like uh, reach out and like um yeah so you're sharing your um your story and experience with the uh, a class you said that the class of about 150 students yeah like in like the um, in like um in class and 150 on zoom Got it. and also like like covid like uh happened but like i like uh, also like like another channel of like um my like um stroke how to my youtube channel it's my like, first and last name evan eva and then mudrick m u d r y k like mudrick um but yeah it's like um uh yeah just to like uh different things of like five to ten minutes of different like random questions of my stroke and and yeah and i'm very like happy and uh, and if you want to check it out, subscribe and like it and share it and grow, but it's, yeah, it's, I'm a, I'm a, pri a pet project of mine. And yeah, it's like, it's just little things here, there. So um, but, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to come back in a minute, Evan, and yeah, like cover all the projects and socials that you've got and help people know where to find you. Um, let me just ask James, you also um, go as a uh, you guest appearances, right, for the SLP training programs? Yeah. Um, as somebody with a uh, acquired brain injury, I feel strongly about sharing my positive stories uh, with other people. 
And so they understand about living successfully uh, uh, with a brain injury daily. So like an example, the, I talk with the students at the UBC, um, what do they call it, Skype 301 program. So I've done that about 10 times. I also, with the, the School of Audiologists and Speak Science, understanding aphasia with recovery. So it's meeting new students of how they're gonna deal with, just because they're gonna learn about a book, but they're gonna learn it about truly what a person with a stroke is gonna meet. They get to hear firsthand from a real person and hear your story. And right. Know. So I know it's I know it's a meta meta or um, it's how they can see and meet people like that. It's more important than you ever know. And I know we always say that one little thing if they can talk slower and if they can smile because those people can now relax themselves because as soon as they think they're just going, uh-huh, 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 doesn't mean a thing until you go smile and relax. So they're going slow enough that you can truly know what they're doing. So it sounds like you're able to give them really practical tips for yeah. how to improve their communication and make it build connection with the people they'll be working with. I mean, you know, even we said we're, I know we hate masks, and with the masks, even with aphasia and what we're doing, it's hard to see your mouth as they're talking. So as I said, and if you're talking fast, if we're going too fast, we're going to miss. So that's when we said, just talk a little slower. Talk a little slow and make you smile because if you're not smiling, you're going to get stressed and the aphasia is going to get stressed and it's going to fight. So that's that one little thing. It's that one little thing, but. Evan, you were uh, mentioning under accomplishments you're proud of, you were talking about that you wrote a book. Well, I, not a book, but it's like a gateway feature. Um, like I was like, um, yeah, lots of like LSOP like uh, students, but like uh, I did my like uh, feature, but, but yeah, I'm like writing a book. It's. 70 like, pages. Is it a project? Sorry, I misunderstood. So there was a feature article about you in the Gateway newspaper. Yeah, yeah. Five and years that, ago. Yeah. And is that the one called My Beautiful Dark Twisted Road? That's true. Gotcha. So we'll make sure and link to that so people yeah, can find yeah. it. And then you're also, you're, uh, you have an ongoing, a current project now of working yeah. on a book. Ah, yeah, about and um, okay. and also like um, like the stroke talk too, like the YouTube channel. So yeah, that's like projects. I'm uh, pretty busy, so uh, Indeed you yeah. are. It was, it was challenging to find a, a schedule where we could all meet because we both yeah. are busy. James, um, just continuing with that question of accomplishments that you're proud of, um, what other things come to your mind? Well, I was. Uh, participated in a video with the Stroke Recovery of BC to help to raise awareness about the language and communication um, recovery after stroke. Um, it's a nice little video we do, uh, a bunch of a whole bunch of different people, and I know it was 
2016 when we made it and it's still there and it's it's phenomenal if you know my speech now and what i said back in 2016 when you watch the video you'll know the difference from here to now definitely we'll link to that as well it's an amazing video series featuring you and your story i guess just before i ask for the your all the socials and the links and make sure we people can find you is there any thing you would want to say like that you know now that you wish you had known earlier in your recovery that you would want other people to to know who might be earlier in their recovery than you are well i mean like the subtitles help but i mean but but it's but i asked it like uh, a couple of questions ago so but yeah but. that's okay it's a great tip yeah. Yeah, no, it's like very important. Like, and I use it every day. And like, lots well, of like people like, uh, like the movie like, uh, credits like using subtitles. Like, um, great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the reminder of that. It's yeah. a really good tip. I've not heard that one before. Yeah. It's funny when you said that. Um, at the hospital, I remember uh, I grabbed my phone for text. I was even the person beside me, I was texting. I couldn't say the word, but I could text and show a word that I was trying to say. And I remember it was, I really, and I did this to this and the nurse looked at me and went, oh, you want a shower? Yes, I wanted a shower. <laughs> but it was just, so remember we said about that text on your phone or we said about all different the things, little text and we'll spell for you. And we, we always learned about your gestures or writing pens or certain things, but something as easy as just texting on yourself. So finding other little tips and tools you can use to yep. communicate when the words aren't coming. Yeah. A great suggestion, right? Yeah. Also, like, um, to like uh, read out loud, like, because as you know, like aphasia, like uh, I can't say like the like the letter, like uh, like the book, like the large, like a uh, long textbook of like uh, yeah, it's uh so hard, but like um, but like um, like the PDF, like to like like um, sync it, like and like it's in my phone, like uh, so it's right there. It's to like um, just to do it, like and it's. And like just to like say it out loud, like uh, listen to music and like uh, read, and like just to say each other letter, like the words, and yeah, also uh, helps me great. like a lot. So, yeah. That's great. Thank you. Those are very practical suggestions. It sounds like those are things that have helped you recover your speech. Yeah, and like for um, a writer, so it's like it's good to like write and like it's. Like, uh, like not the newspaper, just in the my phone. Like, it's too like lots like things. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, does either of you have any last words for people listening? Other stroke survivors. Well, it's been over ten years, and I'm very uh, fortunate to had a lot of organizations like the Stroke Recovery of BC the Columbia Speech and Language, uh, the Cheshire Group, 
or the strive group who give me my life back more by um, that I can ever do that I would ever thought of my therapy from my expressive authority. I know my speech is getting better, but I still need help. Um, so I know we ever said never give up, but everybody's still behind us. They're still ready for us to help. If you need help, just say help. They're, they're right beside you. Great advice, James. It sounds like um, you would encourage people to keep asking and keep looking and keep finding the help they need. Yeah. Don't, don't ever think you're alone. It's, it's, I said, you think, you think my speech is a hundred percent right. It's not, but when I get tired or when I get this or things like that, and that's when you get it. But if that's when you need your help, say your help. I need help. Thanks, James. How about you, Evan? Any last words you want to share with people listening? Well, I mean, like, uh, as you know, I was a writer and like, I lost the entire lot of words. And, uh, but like, just to like sit and like keep a diary and like to like just alone, like, by myself just write like a couple lines and like uh like or and yeah it's like it's it's like it's a journey it's like not like like right finishing that right now right then like it's like it's it's continuing um and yeah it's and i i I'll, like the post stroke is so awesome like i can't believe and like i'm very blessed and like um thank my star and yeah it's um and yeah i'll continue until i stop but yeah it's 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 journey is still here and still flourishing oh, that's so well said evan it's like you're still writing your story yeah so and can we um a final thing from each of you is where can people find you what sort of socials and programs are you part of if people want to keep hearing your stories and following the projects and programs you're doing? Evan, do you want to go first? Yeah, well, it's my like, uh, YouTube was youtube.com slash C slash stroke how to. It's like, uh, and like uh, I think that's, I'm not quite sure, but I guess, but it's like this, I, I, my name is Evan, E-V-A-N dot Ludrick, M-E-D-R-Y-K, my, like, Madrick, but yeah, um, but yeah, like, uh, I just, like, just Google, like, Ludrick, and they, like, lots, like, uh, cool, like, features, like, I did, like, the, the, some other, like, um, like, step-by-step, like, the, um, another disable, and, um, yeah, just, yeah, just, I write a lot, and in the future, I'll write again. So yeah, just just to check my uh, first and last name. Yeah, that's great. We'll make sure we get all those links and and yeah. included in the um, in the right what we write. Um, oh, I was just gonna say, Evan's videos are amazing. I've watched yeah. your YouTube videos. You put out some amazing content, so definitely encourage people to find you on YouTube. 
and James, you want to say, I know you run an amazing music program. Do you want to say a bit about that? Oh, the music of mine? Yeah. Okay. Um, basically, uh, we do on Mondays on Zoom, we do um, a bunch of music um, events. So basically, like, we do music bingo, music trivia. We do kind of like, kind of like when Evan, we were talking about karaoke, but we do sing along. And also the last one we do uh, uh, match. So basically the match is basically there's 15 songs and you just got to make sure it's in order and write it all, the artists, things like that. So that is basically, I don't do much. Uh, I don't, uh, this is my first iPad or podcast or that thing. So I've never done that before. So it's my first one. Uh, the most of them we talked about the students, things like that, but uh, this is my first, so it's my first time of that. So, but but it, if you ever want to welcome on the Tuesday group, I'm sure they'll join. We'll make sure and link to that. Thank you both so much. I really appreciate you making the time to be here and share. You have so much wisdom and perspective and experience. I'm sure that the listeners have gotten so much out of what you've shared today. So really thank you for being here. Oh, Lisa, you're always more than welcome. You know that. <laughs> Pleasure is all mine. <laughs>